It's a hell of a good time, a hell of a good time when these nuts hang out. Fuck no, not because of quality. Purely no. because of real estate. Exactly, exactly. Yep. We're a real estate company now. <laughs> Well, I'm glad America knows now that uh, we are Wendy's Nuts. This is a podcast where we are nuts yeah. about Wendy's. We are nuts about Wendy's. Yeah, I, and yeah. Um, the fact that, like, Dave Thomas, I mean, for, for a guy who's adopted, I mean, he's really killing it out there. You know, real, real go-getter. <laughs> Bro. Yeah. Did, didn't what? you read the – is this because you read – didn't you read, like, a thousand-page – Dave Thomas book this week? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I traveled to his homeland in nope. uh, Columbus, Ohio. <laughs> yeah, I, I yeah. it was like Mecca. You know, I was able. Dave, to, uh, Dave, yeah. Dave Land. They Dave, call yeah. it Dave Land. It's on uh, Dave Thomas Boulevard. Yeah, Dave, yep. Dave Thomas He's, Boulevard. Yeah, I'm gonna name my make... first son Rex after Dave Thomas. Yeah, oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, so, that's beautiful. You're she, a true fan. I am. You know, um, because Wendy's nuts go crazy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, when. When these nuts like us yeah. hang out, fucking anything's possible. Balls to the wall. Dude, Balls to the wall. Uh, I agree, dude. When when these nuts hang out, it's fucking crazy, dude. The chemistry, just us knocking against each other, yeah. yep. you know, like <laughs> ideas bouncing around. When these yep. nuts are are just clanging against each other, dude. Yep. I hear yeah, we're just we're all collectively sitting together. You know, it's like all everything that we think goes into like one. Sack. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And, and, yep. and we're able just... to like produce it and come out with these, you know, really awesome. Yeah. Awesome episodes. Um, but true. hey, you know, I think we should just start the show. We've been teasing it so much. You know, <laughs> let's let's uh, let's get these nuts going. Yeah. Um, let's get these nuts swinging. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the show. We are the Wendy's Nuts. I am your host, Nick Ortiz. And with me, as always, my co-host, Devin Hanley. What's goody, my friend? And of What's course, up, y'all? The bacon in this baconator, Jordan Cravens Krennic. Let's go. Yeah, what the little bacon, good? the little bacon bits, just just uh, sprinkled so nicely on the top of that baked potato. Can we give it up? <laughs> can we give it up for? Can we give that it up is... for the OG best potato item that's ever? We like, weren't even talking about the, about a baked potato, but leave it to the Irishman to bring up a potato. <laughs> You know that's how I'd roll. I, I fucking rep. I rep potatoes on every fucking Zoom call I jump on, boys. <laughs> oh, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, but today we are going to be talking about Wendy's, um, and the man who Wait, raised Wendy's what? Uh, the the Wendy's the restaurant. Yeah. yeah oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Because we are Wendy's nuts. Oh, okay. Wendy's nuts start a show. We start talking about Wendy's. All right. We start talking about Dave Thomas. Right. Dave Thomas. But uh, yeah, and we're also going to be talking about uh, a man that raised a fast food empire. Um, but of course, before we do that, we do have some really awesome news. Wendy's Nuts hitting you with news with Jordan, Nick, and Devin. This past week, Wendy's announced that it's going to focus growing in Mexico. Yeah, yeah, big surprise. T- turns out Mexicans love Wendy's. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Um, when, they, when, they, Wendy's what? Uh, Wendy's food. Oh, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. okay, sorry. Uh, and they actually put out a press release, and they say, "quote With 30 years of history in Mexico, 30 years. Wow, 
In 28 locations across Mexico, the iconic hamburger brand Wendy's plans to significantly expand its presence in Mexico, essentially uh, believing that they can um, locally source like in ingredients and bring a higher quality of uh, like expand their menu for the people in Mexico. There, that's you said locally sourced. Yes, locally sourced wow. ingredients. Wow. A little, little, uh, you know, uh, contributing to the local economy there. That's. Uh, I yeah. mean, not only that, um, you know, farm to, what's their, farm what, to, farm to table. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, what's their slogan? Never frozen, that's always fresh. Always fresh, yeah. yeah you know is. what I mean? And then the way you do that is by locally sourcing. You don't want to be shipping yeah. around. Yeah. Could you imagine you're a big company and you fucking try to ship frozen beef across the border? You know what I mean? When you can have locally sourced beef there. Yeah, that Mexican beef. Yeah, that, that pure Mexican meat. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, yeah, does, yeah. It, does it come spicy automatically? <laughs> <laughs> no. Do they, uh, do they do the square burgers down there too? Of course, of course. And we're going to get into why, all right? Oh, I'm excited. Uh, yeah. So, uh, but I'm also really excited for this, um, you know, expansion into Mexico. It's going to be interesting reading, you know, uh, what that's going to be looking like in the next couple of months and even years. Because if they're going to do anything like they've done in like Japan, because in Japan they offer some specialty burgers. One of the specialty burgers is a fragua burger. That bitch is sixteen dollars. Fragua. Yeah. That's, that sounds disgusting. That like what does that, that sounds mean? It's disgusting. A, it's a frog burger. No, fragua is like a, the goose liver. Yeah, it's the it's the most it's, inhumane. It's, it's the most inhumane food. It's pretty on fucking the inhumane. Wait, why? It's a, it's, it's, like a, it's it's a goose. It's a goose that goose. is force fed until its fucking liver explodes, and then. Nick slap that it. bitch right on a burger, baby. Oh, Woo! damn. That is fucked up. It is very fucked up. Yeah, it it's not cool. Though? I bet it's delicious. I oh, mean, yeah. there's a reason why people fucking force feed <laughs> goose. You know? Oh, is the, is the question, is it probably delicious? Then yeah. yes. Absolutely. It probably is delicious. <laughs> yeah, it, it probably is delicious. Yeah, you don't. Goose are, geese, geese are mean animals. You they know really I mean? are. And I was just in Florida and yeah. they're, they like. They're kind of rapey too, aren't they? Don't they like reproduce like in a? Oh yeah, yeah. I had a goose um, uh, up in Colleen call me a racial slur. <laughs> <laughs> They're mean, son of a bitch. But uh, you but were, you were, you were in his water, weren't you? I was, That's I was. Motherfucker. Yeah, I was in the swamp. You ever hear Nuts Nation? These are two Nuts presidential campaigns. <laughs> These are two presidential campaigns now set to eliminate geese. Do you want to live in a world without geese? I certainly do not. Vote for Bill. <laughs> but um, another another piece of news is uh, initially released in 2021 wendy's has brought back the big bacon cheddar cheeseburger double Ooh, what a fucking clunky ass name that yeah, is yeah i was but gonna that's say that busting. is a fucking big name yeah yeah that's, a, that's a mouthful boy. that is literally a mouthful <laughs> yes um, and and I think uh, of Wendy's. That's a, that's a, a mouthful of Wendy's. Yeah. That's mouthful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, um, I, I, the, the name is kind of clunky, but yeah, uh, it has a whopping 1,100 calories. And this piece of a burger has two patties that equal half a pound of beef Ooh. covered in creamy cheddar cheese. Ooh. 
bacon jam. Uh-uh. Topped oh. with apple wood. Oh, were you saying that in a gross way? I said it in a great way. Oh, okay, okay. Said, oh, said let's go. One, I said that one I said that one in a great way too. Oh, okay, okay. I was going to yeah. say bacon jam is my shit. Bro, I fucking yeah. love bacon jam. I fucking love bacon jam. Any kind yeah, of yeah. actually like savory sweet jam like that I'm like for that it 100% like yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. It's like the spicy I'm, sweet kind of thing, you know. I went to I when I went to uh Provincetown, uh I got a sandwich that had um like this like this fig chutney on it and my you know it was, it was cranberry chutney and it was fucking amazing Damn, that sounds yeah. good as fuck. I bet that sounds good uh, there's a uh heb like once i forget what time of year they put it out i think it's actually like this time of year i think it's like spring and summer but heb has a bacon jam mm. that is fucking slaps i'm gonna dude. keep my eyes peeled but <laughs> yeah. uh, not only does it have the bacon um it also has bacon on top of it crispy onions a slice of american cheese uh, and um, two toasted cheddar buns. Mm. Yeah, yeah, Damn. yeah. Now, overall, it's been really well received. Um, but you know, it's been pretty flavorful. But one of the um, one of the things that's lacking is uh, in the cheese department. It doesn't like that cheese doesn't really come through, um, like like you would expect, especially with a name like the big bacon cheddar cheeseburger double. You know what I mean? Like you expect that, should, that to be a... That should, that should honestly be your new Wendy's podcast DJ name, Cheddar Buns. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's what we have for uh, for the Wendy's news today. Uh, tune in uh, two weeks from now for some more uh, Wendy's uh, nuts hit you with the news. <laughs> uh, before we do, I think we should just plug our, our, uh, our social medias. Yeah, uh, follow Wendy's Nuts <laughs> on Facebook. I don't know. Uh, maybe there's a Facebook. If you don't find it, keep looking. Yeah, yeah, that's on you. All right, it's there for sure. Um, but let's talk about our let's talk about our um, our uh, topic for today. Dave has a dilemma: what to put on Wendy's new bacon cheeseburger. Hey, something mild. Play it safe. Come on, don't be a wimp. Give it some zing. Oh, no. Gouda would be nice. Spice it up. How about Pepper Jack? Oh, my. Well, Dave started cooking. <laughs> Founded on November 15th, 1969 by Rex Dave Thomas, a.k.a. Dave Thomas. Um, he was an American businessman who made an appearance in over 800 Wendy's commercials before his death in 2002. And I, do you, have you guys seen Dave Thomas? Are you guys familiar with Dave Thomas? I've oh, only totally. heard the name. Only the name. Really? Only the name? Yeah. Well, I, I remember him from the commercials. He was like in some commercials back in the day. Yeah, you know, old, small, in... old, old dude who looks Come like on. the dude from Up. We all, we, but we already know Devin's been watching. You know, his the bracket of age. Right. Like I went yeah. to the say, I all went right. to the first uh, <laughs> Wendy's. I was, I was there, right in line. <laughs> Dave was born in 1932 and adopted by Rex. And Oliva Thomas, I don't know. You know, old white folks back in the day had some that weird looks like ass Oliva. names. Oliva, Oliva, yeah, yeah, Oliva, Oliva, yeah. <laughs> Oliva, right? Ali you know, you know, Oliva, <laughs> Oliva. That sounds like like a fucking lotion or something. That sounds like oh, some sort of. Like... You don't know Oliva, Devin? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, now I bring that up because Dave Thomas is a well-known advocate um, for adoption founding the Dave uh, Thomas Foundation for Adoption. 
And when Dave turned 18, he volunteered for the Army, becoming a mess sergeant relatively quickly and was responsible for feeding over 2,000 soldiers at a base in uh, West Germany. So you could say that it, it's uh, he was kind of destined to like work in a kitchen. You know what I mean? Serving, serving people. Wow. So we got a great American hero. Yeah. Yep. Can we just yep. give it up for our military? There it is. <laughs> Don't hug my bad. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Dave Thomas was really was really out there doing the Lord's work. Um, but th- by the mid fifties, Dave was stationed in Indiana, Fort Wayne, Indiana, to be specific. And that's when you know he met Colonel Holland Sanders. <laughs> yeah, he visited Holland. Oh Harley. yeah, killing Holland Sanders. <laughs> um, he visited uh, Fort Wayne, hoping to find like a restaurant tour. I-, I guess that would be the word. Um, uh, he could establish like business with who had established businesses so he could try to sell them like a KFC franchise. Well, at first Dave was, he was just the head chef of like, a, a, a the Klaus family's like restaurant and they were opposed to it. Um, the Klaus family and Dave didn't, you know, accept, um, Harlan's, um, offer initially. But fucking old Harlan, that motherfucker was super persistent and eventually um, got the, you know, the Klaus family to buy into, um, you know, KFC and start some franchises there in the Midwest. Give it up. Yeah. Jeez. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. You're, you're a booger, man. I'm a chicken, man. <laughs> I say we get together. We put our two brains together and we make a, a, a an empire. We build one right here in Kentucky. <laughs> Now, during this time, uh, Dave, you know, whenever they started um, working on, like, those Midwest KFCs, Dave was working really close with the colonel. Um, They were working on different projects for KFC to make it really more profitable and to give the brand recognition. And he was really, really influential on modern-day KFC staples. Um, wow. Yeah, like he he reduced the number of items on the menu um, to instead like really focus on signature dishes, aka the fucking fried chicken. Uh, like obvious move. Yes, okay. for real. But that's something that we've seen in a lot of like when uh, like Glenn Bell, for example, he pared his shit down, stopped selling hamburgers, stopped selling you know um, hot dogs. He pared that shit down and and you know what I mean, just and selling one one item. And that's what he really, you know, built his fortune on or built whatever the fuck Taco Bell. Bell is. Sounds like an interesting guy. I'd like to know more so, about him. So it was <laughs> like, so Dave Thomas and Colonel Sanders were really like the John Lennon and Paul McCartney of, of fast food. Of I mean, you could say that. You really could yeah. say that. Um, the, the Cheech and Chong of fast food. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. The uh, that, that's better. <laughs> that is better. That's more on brand. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and he also, he also proposed to Harlan that he personally appear in the commercials and clearly he would take his own advice, you know what I mean, appearing in 800 commercials. But, Damn. yeah, they were, he was like, you should be the face of KFC. And really, I drove by KFC today, and you fucking Colonel Sanders, Colonel Sanders, Holland Sanders, <laughs> is in fucking every, almost every city in the United States. You know what I mean? Like a picture yeah. of him, which is insane to me. Um, but another thing that um, Dave Thomas did that's pretty iconic now is he told him to put his chickens in a bucket. It'd keep them warm. Oh, which is, oh. Which is man, nice. wise, wise words. That's sort of that just wise. like infinite wisdom that gets like passed yeah. down from generation to generation. His face is and on. How, the, his face is on like everything too. The buckets yeah. everywhere. Isn't he on? Um, what's that? Mount, Mount Rushmore, right? He's on there too, right? No, no. <laughs> 
No, no I think Sanders, you're thinking right? of uh, Statue of Liberty. Oh, yeah, yeah that's it. Okay. But, but um, no, um, they, they really you could you could argue that Colonel Sanders was like Dave Thomas's mentor because without Dave without Colonel Sanders, um, really Wendy's and the shape of like modern fast food would not be the same. Well, Dave, I, I told you what, I, I, I took you right there under my wing and I'm showing you all the secret recipes, all my ugly spices. Someday you're going to be just like the Colonel Sanders right here. <laughs> Oddly enough, Dave Thomas is officially a Kentucky Colonel. That's crazy. Yeah. How do you, how, if I wanted to be a Kentucky Colonel, what would I need? <laughs> you need to be white. <laughs> I'm 55%. Colonel, oh man, Colonel Cravens. Colonel Cravens. Colonel Cravens Krennic. If there was ever, if you're if you're listening out there and you're looking for a way to join Patreon, a reason to jump on Patreon, give five bucks a month, give fifty bucks a month. Doesn't it's going to be so we can establish Colonel Craven oh, as a full time character of the show. Just, oh, oh yeah. Colonel Colonel Cravens. Uh, you could you could hire me to be Colonel Cravens for sure. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but apparently there's a shit ton of people who are colonels, and they actually had to reduce, like, put more restrictions on on what you can do in order to become a Kentucky colonel. Oh, dude, I can imagine the fucking characters strolling up. Oh yeah, talking about I'm a colonel. I'm, I'm a colonel. I'm a the first king. thing you got to do, you got to fill out the colonel application, and then after you've done that, you're a colonel. <laughs> it's like Scotland. What was it? You can just buy a piece of land, and all of a sudden you're a lord. That's it. That's yeah, it. yeah, that's that's how easy it is. By 1968, Dave had increased the sales in the Midwest so much that he had uh, about 45 percent of the shares in KFC, kind of which like, is an insane amount of fucking shares. Yeah, that's kind of like the percentage of me that's black, right there. <laughs> God, he's he's on the money right here. He's, yeah, he's on the money. Yeah, hey, you. That's all you need if you want to be cool. You see, 45. <laughs> So he's made. Hey, it. look at Barack. <laughs> but um, uh, but at that time, you know, he was he he wanted to start something new. You know, he didn't want to run KFCs uh, or like you know he was a regional director at the time for KFC in the Midwest, and he's credited for making uh, KFC successful there. Now sounds uh, like it. Shit. <laughs> what he did is he sold all of his shares back to Harlan Sanders for one and a half million dollars. He's a millionaire. What are you gonna? What what kind of slander? Well, I was are you just gonna, gonna say? say. I was just gonna say that, like <laughs> you know, like you can't you can't attribute like the Midwest loving fast food to one guy. There's many. That's not true. Different- That's not true. You can contribute people loving hard shell tacos to Glenn Bell because he fucking created hard shell tacos. Yeah, in oh, your Glenn, fucking Glenn face, Bell of, Devin. Glenn Bell of uh, Glenn Bell of uh, Del Taco. Uh, of Taco Moore. Of Taco Moore. Oh, is it Taco Bell? Yeah, yeah I, I, I I like this Glenn Glenn I've heard fella. About them. I, I I've never heard about them. I never I never heard of him. Um, but uh, he's not gonna like that, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now it, after 1968, um, Dave, he he just felt like he could not find a good burger in Ohio. Not just Columbus, Ohio. He said, I can't find a good bur- burger anywhere in Ohio. What can you find good in Ohio? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what he did is he decided to open up his first Wendy's Old Fashioned Hamburgers in Columbus, Ohio uh, on November 15, 1969. Um, and again, he did this because he couldn't find a good burger. So he was determined not to only make a good burger in Ohio, 
but across the United States. Uh, which which is awesome, you know, like to have that type of gusto. Granted, he had fucking buku bucks to do it, um, you know, to, for him just to be like, you know what? I fucking don't like any of these burgers around here. I will make my own burger place. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Dave Thomas, uh, I, I like I can appreciate the. How can I say it? The uh, entrepreneur spirit. Yes, entrepreneur the spirit. entrepreneurialism there, right? Yeah. I can appreciate the starter mentality. Yeah, you know, this is like how a lot of shit does happen because there's uh, some of the best ideas, businesses ever in the world are started because there's like some problem that shows up, and somebody says like they or or maybe there's not a problem that's shown up. It's a problem that's just been there that nobody's really solved. Yeah, and there's this chasm. You know, and this gap, that space that demands a leader. That's what we did with the Wendy's podcast. Exactly. We said yeah. we need <laughs> there needs to be a Wendy's podcast. All yeah, right. Absolutely. We, we are Wendy's nuts. All right. But yeah. Um, so and we are hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, the restaurant itself was inspired by Dave's trip to um, QP uh, hamburgers in Michigan. And QP was um, big QP. because not only were they the second oldest um, burger place in Michigan, but they sold square burgers and some thick-ass malt shakes. <laughs> and this is K-E-W-P-E-E, to yep. be clear. They're in Flint, Michigan, and they're the second really? oldest Yeah, second oldest burger um, place in Michigan. Don't go to Flint, Michigan. <laughs> 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 Unless you're helping people with water and pu- new pipes. Okay? Yes. Otherwise, don't fucking go there. Yeah, you now, don't, don't want to go there. The reason why he took the square patty idea is um, because of the way it sticks out of the buns, uh, giving the impression of abundance of good quality meat. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. It, it's really fucking smart. Putting uh, the putting the, mu- the the meat outside the buns. Yes. Yeah, yes. that makes yeah. sense. I can. Now, also, Dave has been known to say that the reason why he uses square buns is because Wendy's doesn't cut corners. Oh, that's Uh, hilarious. Yeah. Wendy's Wendy's doesn't cut corners. He's good. When you say all that, what I hear, because I didn't know that that wasn't a Dave Thomas original idea. I I thought, though, so like Dave Thomas, hear me out here, in a lot of ways is sort of like sort of responsible for the fallout of Flint, Michigan. (laughs) if flint if flint had 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 the the iconic square burger that dave stomas stole they did (laughs) it's still there You are beginning your journey within the land of cheese and sauce. A D&D actual play podcast from the people who brought you the ghost of Glen Bell twice. In the homebrew world of the land of yum, mysteries and nacho cheese are bubbling. From the blasting peaks surrounding Mount Baja in the west, to the smoochy spice mines of the Flavor Pelago in the south, to the capital of civilization itself, Flavorton, there are epic adventures to be had. And you, listener, you're invited. Come listen to the latest edition to the Cheesy Gordita Network, In the Land of Cheese and Sauce, airing bi-weekly on Friday wherever you listen to podcasts. Go to CheesyGorditaNetwork.com to learn more. And, as always, stay cheesy, my friends. Earlier I said that Dave Thomas is responsible for helping shape modern fast food. 
That is such a weird statement, considering, <laughs> you know what I mean, how many fast food places there are, considering uh, McDonald's, Taco Bell, yeah. you know what I mean, all these humongous humongous um, places, organizations, companies, rather. Um, but Wendy's is credited as the first fast fast food spot to have a successful drive-thru. Like, they're the really? ones. Really? Yeah, they're the ones who, who were able to create a successful drive-thru. Wow. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah, I didn't know that. That's yeah. revolutionary. That that's is a, like that is a big deal. A, oh, yeah. so you were over there talking some shit earlier, right. Devin. Okay. <laughs> All of a sudden, it's revolutionary. I just gotta. I'm just. I'm just trying. And to is that the up, type of resident you want, Nut Nation? <laughs> Nut Nation <laughs> with finesse and <laughs> and smoothness, Nut. just right there, baby. Nut, Nut Nation. Nation. Nut Nation votes for Nick. N N N. All right. Now, um, <laughs> Dave named this restaurant. Nut Nation Nick. <laughs> Nut Nation Nick, baby. We are out here. All right. Represent. Oh, that's hilarious. Busting loads of knowledge everywhere. <laughs> Call me Spider-Man. Y'all are the city. Oh, right. shit. Now, um, <clears throat> uh, <laughs> Dave named this restaurant after his fourth child, Melinda Lou Thomas. And uh, she was only eight at the time. And I know what y'all are saying. Nick, how the fuck... Do you have a name like Melinda Lou and get Wendy's out of it or Wendy? Yeah, what the fuck? Well, as we all know, kids are fucking stupid, and <laughs> a lot of them can't, um, you know, pronounce their names right. And she used to, her name is Melinda, and she used to say Wenda, and uh, that turned into Wendy. Wenda. Yes, it, it went from Wenda to Wendy, and he was like, "All right, you know, we're gonna name it Wendy's Old Fashioned Hamburgers." And uh, it, it's funny because before his death in 2002, he was like, maybe we shouldn't have named it Wendy's because <sighs> it put a lot of pressure on her. You know what I mean? Um, it, it felt like it, it put a lot of pressure on her because it was named after her and her image was basically the image of this humongous company. So when the restaurant got really big, <laughs> <laughs> yes. she couldn't take the pressure yeah. of yeah. Wendy's. <laughs> Yep. Uh, yeah, it was a lot of pressure. That, um, you can cut this out, but that felt like a good one. That did. Or you can, or you can keep it in for eternity. <laughs> keep it in for eternity. Now, in 1977, Wendy's ran its first national commercial, making it the first fast food chain to have less than a thousand restaurants, which was pretty abnormal to you know run a national commercial i mean you have less than a thousand restaurants yeah. and you're advertising in states that you aren't in <laughs> you know what i mean but yeah. this was yeah. the ambition of dave thomas you know dave thomas was that type of amb ambitious a yeah. year later he had a thousand restaurants and this was basically unheard of you know within a span of a hundred months wendy's accomplished this feat which again is just a humongous accomplishment you know we're gonna give it up for dave thomas you know because for real just the fact that he had this vision and he built a um a really amazing restaurant within a hundred months was awesome and one thing that we'll see well is the progress I, is is always there I, you know i i can appreciate that um and it's really good to see you like be excited about this it's exciting i mean you are riding dave thomas's success <laughs> You're on the Davey train. You're on the Dave train. That's for sure. But uh, uh, this is a big deal. It's I, a I, I, you got to give it. I got to give it up to Dave Thomas because 
nobody can deny that in those Wendy's commercials, Dave Thomas, Dave Thomas comes off as like the ultimate nice guy. Like he is like the salt of the earth, Midwestern kind of guy. Like you can, you can feel that. Uh, but at the same time, it's obvious that he was also a shrewd businessman who also had like a keen understanding of, of business and how to expand and grow his business. But you so, need that. You know what I mean? You need that. Yeah. If you're going to fucking win, you got to fucking you got to get after it, dog. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if you're going to if you're going to have a, <clears throat> you know, an organization with, you know, coming up on a thousand a thousand restaurants like you got to have some fucking you, you got to have some. <laughs> Some, some nut. You gotta have some balls. Yeah, yeah. You gotta have some balls. You know, fortunately, yeah. be lots on this show. Yeah, for sure. And and one thing about Dave Thomas too, is um, that was part of the plan. They wanted him to to appear folksy. You know what I mean? They wanted him to appear as like an old man, like a happy old man. Um, and and he really took he took his advice to to Colonel Sanders to heart because. When I grew up, I remember a lot of Dave Thomas commercials. I don't remember any of the, like, where's the beef? You know what I mean? Or, like, any of those type of commercials. I do remember seeing Dave Thomas in a white shirt and a Wendy's apron. You know what I mean? That is that is um, forever, like, etched into my mind. Um. Yeah. Okay. I, I've seen this man. Yeah, of course you have. Yeah, I've seen this man. Now... I just looked him up just for, for context. I don't know if you want to cut that or not, but... Yeah, he's um I've seen him before. Good. I'm I'm happy. Yeah. <laughs> For a short time in the 80s, Dave stepped away from the day-to-day. Uh he literally stopped working in 1982 and only 4 years later he was asked to come back because some of the new shit that they were introducing was just absolutely tanking the brand. Um so he came back and by 1989 Wendy's was back in full swing. By the mid-90s, Dave Thomas was a household name. They surveyed America, and about 90% of America knew who Dave Thomas was. That's, that's so many. That's, that's such so a high percentage. You're like, this guy's just a part of everybody's family and shit. Yeah, yeah. They're like, oh, Dave Thomas. Dave's on again, guys. Yeah, and uh, at that point in time in the 90s, Wendy's was proud to take the third most popular burger spot in America's clogged heart, uh, which is <clears throat> so nice because I mean, you can always depend on McDonald's and I guess Burger King is the second. I, yeah. I feel like that's true, but I don't know if that's right. You know what I, I mean? I don't yeah. remember. Cause I feel like we talked about this on one of our f- like first two episodes or something. Yeah. Like Burger King's Burger King is mid, you know what I mean? You think like, so? I actually think Burger King makes some fucking some bomb ass burgers. I mean, they're fucking just like I, this I, whopping thing you know yeah then why don't you start your own burger king podcast (laughs) (laughs) by the time 1990 hit wendy's has already expanded their reach into mexico and new zealand indonesia greece turkey and guatemala and the 90s were some big years for wendy's they they acquired tim hortons in 1995 and by the end of the 90s they had over 5,000 stores and counting um wow yeah so they're, they're they're growing real fast because Taco Bell didn't. Taco Bell only has like seven thousand uh, stores. You know what I mean? And yeah. they're a relatively humongous organization. Oh, massive, big brand. Yeah, humongous yeah. brand. Yeah. Um, five thousand stores by the ninety-five. You said right. Uh, by by the end of the nineteen nineties, so about nineteen ninety-nine. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. and when the new. I, that, I'm sorry, Devin. That 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 doesn't surprise me actually, because like when I really think about it, and tell me if you agree with me, I think as far as fast food restaurants go. 
uh, Wendy's has the biggest disparity between like good restaurants and bad restaurants. Like sometimes you go into a Wendy's and you'll be like, oh man, this, this is like, I'm on the cutting edge of fast food right now. And then sometimes you'll go into a Wendy's and you'll be like, my God, like nobody's been in this building since <laughs> 1983. I so I totally agree with you. Really? So oh, wait, what what are you saying? So like I'm gonna make sure so I, I, you're trying to you think that, that they have that, the that, biggest disparity in in like So sometimes you go to a it, Wendy's that has the Coke machine where you can select any soda you want. Yeah. Right. Other times you go to a Wendy's that still has the very limited ones and even then like the sodas like aren't fully optional. You know what I mean? All right, all right. I don't know. I, I feel like say, what, I, what I'm trying to say, Jordan, is the fact it doesn't surprise me that the fact uh, the fact that they have 5,000 restaurants nationwide because there are so many different Wendy's that I've been into. I feel like he's saying the quality isn't there. I I cuz I was going to say almost the opposite. I feel like I feel like Wendy's are I mean, they're very consistent. Especially these days. I feel like really? all the Wendy's are totally up Today, I, I literally when I went to Wendy's before the show, this Wendy's right here on on airport, I pulled up. Nobody was there. I had to like drive around to make sure they were open. <laughs> and when I go to the um to the drive through, he says, "Yeah, we only have chicken nuggets." <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, you only, you only have chicken nuggets? And I was like, no, like chicken patties. And he was like, yeah, no, we only have chicken nuggets. I was like, well, that's not helpful. So. You went and got your. So I had to drive another like ten miles to another Wendy's. To another Wendy's. Oh, dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God, Man. even Wendy's, Wendy's is dealing with this this supply shortage and fucking labor. Yeah, shortage but Wendy's always shit. looked like that. Wendy's was always. <laughs> like that. Wendy's, I'll say this. Wendy's is, the, Wendy's is the only fast food restaurant. This is a true story. It was on the Barton Springs uh, and Lamar location in Austin. I'm I familiar. Used to be there. Years ago, Orange Springs um, and Lamar. Yeah, years ago. Okay. Was, there was a, there was a Wendy's there. It still could be there. That's probably like the fucking like, fucking look. Listen to the tourists trying to tell us about our city. <laughs> I, no, you know this is your city. You've been there forever, so you know exactly where it was before. It was like a fucking Jamba. Juice I was here when it was called Waterloo. Anyway. <laughs> now, now who's the oldest person on this show? <laughs> So, uh, still but, you. Uh, the Wendy's, uh, the Wendy's on on Lamar in Barton Springs was the only fast food restaurant I've ever gone to where somebody asked me if I could borrow if they could borrow my lighter in the drive-through window, <laughs> and, and then smoked a bowl and gave me my lighter. Back. Dave really Thomas would be proud. <laughs> Dog, that's crazy. Yeah. Now, when the new millennia hit, Wendy's was on track to add an additional 2,000 stores. But unfortunately, in January of 2002, Dave Thomas passed away in his home in Fort Lauderdale at the age of 69. (laughs) (laughs) 69. He's like, Wendy's nuts going out with a bang. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. But, of course, Wendy's kept Dave's dream alive and only expanded their menu. And in 2004, they added the kids' menu. In 2006, they added the Vanilla Frosty. Did you guys know that? It was only 2006 that they added Vanilla Frosty? Uh, I feel like that was always on the menu. I'm too young to, like, like really hold on to that. I feel like it's always been there, though. So Jordan was born in 2004. (laughs) (laughs) When he was two. 
it was it was probably delicious, but he didn't know what it was. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> yeah. The frosty was um was definitely a, a banger. I mean, oh, it, yeah. and it was always a dollar. Do when you had the pass, yeah. when you had the dollar yeah. pass, that yeah. that was when the, the they were you'd get a small one, and so uh, the frosty had always been on the menu, but it was a mix between vanilla and chocolate. Terrible idea. No, no, Dave Thomas did this because he felt like an all chocolate dessert would be too rich with a hamburger and fries. Yeah, so just do vanilla. No, so you didn't. Did, didn't, didn't, didn't the frosty is delicious. Nah, I, remember, I, I don't like fucking that. chocolate fucking mix shit. I fuck that. Racist. Well, <laughs> it's racist. Well, you remember that. You remember it does that sound Wendy's. racist when you just say racist on the end. <laughs> Considering how fucking mixed was, I am. He, he was like, "Is it forty-five percent?" Because if not, is I don't it, want it. If it's, if it's more than forty-five percent chocolate ice cream, I don't want it. Well, well, Wendy's really invented the trend. Like they invented the dipping your french fries in the frost remember that whole fad oh yeah when that was delicious yeah. i remember i i still do that shit yeah that was so good that's that's one of the best parts because you'd go to wendy's you get you a small fry and you get you a 99 cent frosty and you just go smoke a fat bowl while you're driving home and eating some fries <laughs> In 2007, Wendy's introduced their cheesy gordita crunch when they added the Baconator. Nice. The Baconator you is that's fucking their cheesy gordita crunch. Oh yeah. It's the oh, be- yeah. it's the number one like That's some I think I think the Baconator is well known. You know what I mean? Like I think the marketing was there. Yeah. I I, I think that the Baconator is, yeah, I is think their right. cheesy gordita crunch. I do remember this though, which is funny because wasn't that the same year the Frosty 2007 or 2006? No, 2006 was the Frosty. 2006 was the Frosty, so one year later. Now I can remember. (laughs) (laughs) That was the year I I learned how to walk. (laughs) (laughs) But that was a brief history about Dave Thomas and how he created this empire. Um, Please, you know, tune in next week, and we're going to be talking about the Baconator. The Baconator. The the Baconator. Yeah, the Baconator is like 100%. Like, when you think... Wendy's, you oftentimes think Baconator, and you when, when you think Baconator, you definitely, definitely think Wendy's. Uh, Dill, can you name another uh, um, item besides the chili? Can you the name another? Chi- can, chi- can you can you name another burger uh, besides the Baconator? Yeah, the, uh, the Wendy's Deluxe Deluxe Burger. Are are you sure that's a is that item? a burger? Yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a burger. Wendy's Deluxe. Dill's an expert on his fast food. Apparently so. Oh, oh, is he? Gotta be. Let me look that up because I think you might be right. I, I would just say that I think I do think that the Baconator is because they have a Dave's like a Dave's burger, mm-hmm. and that's just like your regular run of the mill burger. Where the Baconator, the Baconator is the Baconator. I mean, everybody fucking loves. Is if you eat meat, you love bacon. Yeah, that's not true. I don't love bacon. You just so- had a Baconator. But I, yeah, I like bacon. You just hated it. I was, whole, I was written meal. off. I was written off earlier in the show for talking about the best thing that Wendy's has, which is their the baked potato. <laughs> Wendy's baked potato is the best fucking cheap. No, item that, I do remember. No, that, I do remember the baked the potato. The chili, though. the chili, the chili legitimately differentiates Wendy's. 
Oh, the chili's yeah, amazing. But but bro, yeah. that's what you do. You get the chili on the baked potato. Yeah. That was like the big item. It's the chili on the baked potato. You gotta get the chili with no beans. I will say, I sure who else does a baked potato? What do you potato? mean chili with no beans? Whoa, what do you whoa, whoa. mean? Chili ain't chili ain't chili with no beans. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You gotta, hold on. Have, you gotta have No what's... you don't. Chili, beans beans add nothing oh, but that's, right. uh, that's not true. What do they add? Flavor. Oh yeah! And Can you name a bean and flavor texture. And, and, te- and, and, and texture? And texture. That's mushy, 100... mushy texture with mushy no, meat. That's nice. You just when sound, you have like, you just if sound you have like, like you're anti-bean in general. I am anti-bean. Since right. when? Since when do have I? Am I known to like beans? You're oh, known because to not... I'm Mexican. <laughs> I like beans. All don't of a don't sudden? you fucking do that! Wow, really Listen. leaning oh, into that fifty-five so percent <laughs> there, so bud. You're, you're saying Nick Ortiz has to be pro bean? Is that what I'm hearing? Oh, oh, don't you're not fucking escaping this either. <laughs> you just have to be on your side and say vote deal at the end. You just have to be on your side and say vote deal at the vote deal at the end. Presidential candidate. Nut Nation, is this what you want? Racist, crunch wrap supremacists, and Nut Nation. Vote Nick. <laughs> but, yeah, thank you so much for listening to today's show. Um, no, this is uh, this has been fun, man. Um, I just think it's a uh, it's always a good time when we come together to do shit like this, you know. Um, and uh, I guess signing off here, but um. You know this this is a, this is a fun show. We get to like mix it up just a little bit, spice it up a little bit. You yeah. know what I mean? Instead of doing our regular show, we get to do you know some some parodies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Devin, you like parodies, right? Yeah, they're funny. Yeah, I think so too. <laughs> <laughs> it's your boy signing off. Yeah, this is your number one nut. DJ Dill, uh, just saying, you know, good night, you know, to all our Wendy's nuts out there. Don't be dragging. Come along with us. (laughs) Dalmatian and uh, Nut Nation. Wow. That's so, so sweet. Nut Nation, I appreciate it. And we will see you next episode. Holla. Nut Nation. Oh, who's that knocking? Oh, shit. It's Glenn Bell. Oh, fuck. Glenn Bell just smacked the shit out of me. Keep Dave Thomas's name. Wow. Out of your we, fucking mouth. We will, dude. This was a fucking April Keep Fool's Dave joke. Thomas's name out of your fucking mouth. Oh, my God. All right. Well, Bell Nation, take it easy. Stay Baja Blast. <laughs> this show is made possible thanks to listeners like you. For more great Cheesy Gordita Bunch content, follow us on social media. And if you'd like to support the show and hear exclusive bonus content, subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash cheesy gordita bunch.